Hello everybody and welcome to Blue Bros 2. This time it's personal. I am Brandon and with me as always is Caleb. Caleb, how's it going? It is going and things are happening. Yeah. <laughs> that was straight to the point. I was so ready to answer that question. Because <laughs> it's such a difficult question. Oh, for sure. Um, well, I got another question here for you. Maybe that'll be easier for you to answer. What have you been watching? Uh, actually, this time I do have something new that I tried watching. Um, we're watching. <gasps> through... <laughs> oh my god! Um, three hours later. Um, I uh, we we're watching through the office again. So I mean, I'm watching that for what it's worth. So uh, always a good time doing that but something new that i watched only one episode of since last time we talked was the uh oh shoot what is it uh prank encounters okay with the uh guy from stranger things uh, i can't think of his name it, dustin in the show if you know dustin, yeah which one dustin is yeah, um so uh, it's a little bit different of a prank show. It, um, instead of just having one person they're pranking, they have two different people um, that they try to prank. So they start off at different places and then they like cross paths and then that's when the prank happens so that there's some real reaction between the two people. Um, and so I watched the first episode. It was pretty good. It was okay. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not the biggest person with prank shows. Um, but it was, I don't know, I watched one episode and I haven't gone back to it yet. So I'll be kind of interested to see some of the other things that they do, but it's not, uh, it's not pulling me in where I have to get around and watch all of it. So, yeah, I saw that pop up. Um, I was just like, oh, okay. Another punked or something. (laughs) So I didn't really have too much interest, uh, Never really heard anybody talk about it yet. Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting. I'm sure I'll get around to watching some more at some point, but I don't know. Uh, what about you? Uh, have you watched anything new recently? or? Um, you know, like basically everybody else, uh, we, we got Disney Plus the other day. Oh. Um, so we've been watching some of that. Uh, man, we've watched a few movies. Uh... We think we watched the uh, Lion King. We watched a uh, goofy movie. That was like the first time I've watched that. Probably, man, 15 years <laughs> or more, maybe 20 years. Nice. Uh, and we watched Toy Story last night and we watched Toy Story 2 tonight. So, you know, other than that, it's just been like, yeah, odds and ends of episodes of shows here and there. Um, yeah, but mostly just, you know, the Disney stuff. Yeah, I we might be getting that at some point. I don't know. I'm I'm sure that at some point we will, but I don't know. I don't, yeah, I, don't I mean, know. you get a, you get a lot of stuff for. I think it's like what six ninety nine a month or something. Uh, yeah, I saw that. I saw something about six ninety nine a month and something with twelve ninety nine a month. I don't know if they were comparing it or something or what. Uh, no, the, the twelve ninety nine is okay, that's what we did. Um, what it is is that you get Disney Plus, you get Hulu with limited commercials, 
and you get ESPN Plus. Okay, all right. So like that's all together for twelve ninety nine. Yeah. Okay. Which I... is a pretty good deal because I think the the Hulu Plus is five ninety nine, and ESPN Plus is right around the same price. So I mean, you're getting basically like buy two get one free kind of deal. Yeah. I um. My wife does. Uh, I don't know. We'll probably eventually have two streaming services, but right now we just have one. And I know that we won't be get, letting go of Netflix anytime soon because as friends, so. But yeah, at least for the time being, until NBC's um, streaming service launches, that Peacock thing they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, which is the reason why The Office is leaving Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they both leave at the same time, so they have yeah, one so more far. year. So good stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then from there we can go on to our first small segment, which is "Did you know?" Did you know the facts for life, for living, to sound smarter or to just have something to say? Yeah. <laughs> this is our to longest be the, recurring. To be the interesting person at the party. Yeah. <laughs> to mesmerize an audience of maybe one person that might find <laughs> Our stupid things interesting. Anyway, it is my turn. And this week, I've got something here. It comes from the Animal Kingdom. Did you know that flamingos can only eat with their heads upside down? Actually, I did hear that. Oh, aren't you just intelligent? I am so smart. (laughs) I'm the smartest man alive. (laughs) I don't know. I can't remember if it was something I heard, learned in school or my mom is kind of a uh, random fact person. And I feel like it was in a conversation with her. So I can't remember if it was some from school that just got brought up in conversation. But yeah, I did hear that one point in time. So. Yeah, I found that interesting. Yeah, that's uh, so if you want to kill a flamingo, just prop its head up and. <laughs> I guess you know if you've ever wanted to kill a flamingo for any reason. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't even know. Like, are they nice? Or are they kind of like geese? Um, I'm not sure. I'm just gonna say that they're jerks. Yeah, I think they might be. I think they put on a front where they're like. They look nice, but then once you get close and in their personal space, they just want to like peck at you or something. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, that that would sound about right. Kind of like swans or geese, like you said. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm not too uh, keen or interested in getting that close to uh, flamingo. So yeah, if anybody knows, feel free to share. All right. Okay, so with that taken care of, we can move on to our main topic. 
So if you guys follow us on Twitter, um, you've seen what our topic is this week. If not, our topic this week, we'll be talking about the career of Tom Hanks, one of our favorite actors. Yes. Um, which is kind of ironic that we're talking about him this week since I watched Toy Story and Toy Story 2 <laughs> just in the last couple days. Um, you know, you and I have both talked like how, you know, you can watch pretty much any movie that he's in and you're going to at least be entertained. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even just, um, not even just like his movies, like even TV shows he was in. He was always a great host on Saturday Night Live. Um, and I mean, just following him on social media, he's always, you know, just an entertaining guy. Um, and I guess, you know, like how I'm going to kind of split this up here is, you know, I got kind of like a rough timeline of, you know, some of his more famous stuff he's done, I guess. Um, and, you know, when you're talking about a, an actor like the caliber of Tom Hanks, you know, he's done a lot of great movies and, you know, it's something that you notice after a while seeing some of his stuff, being a fan of his, you know, and it's something I really noticed just this past week doing a little more research on it. I'm like, I think I even messaged you I'm like, wow, like Tom Hanks has had some awesome movies. Yeah. Um, and- yeah. And I mean, he, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, I kind of feel like, I mean, he's had one of the most ideal film careers. Um, yeah, he, you know. he seems to be very selective in what he chooses. And I mean, I guess you can kind of kind of be that way when you know, have had the success that he's had. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, just kind of smart, smart career choices. Um, and it's kind of funny because, I mean, he got his start with a slasher movie from 1980. Uh, this is the first movie he was in. He was in, he had like small roles in TV shows like the love boat before that, you know, just mm-hmm. small side characters, but you know, barely given a name, but you know, the first movie he was in, it was a slasher movie from 1980 called he knows you're alone. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> he, I've seen the movie. He, he kind of shows up about halfway through, doesn't have like a huge role i mean he he has a few lines and i i I don't know what his role is but i just kind of feel like he'd be the guy who randomly stumbles upon like the horrific circumstances and he'd just be like the innocent person to die like in the havoc is that what happened (laughs) i don't even okay so i watched this movie once it was rather dull um you know kind of the the early 80s slashers, you know, are a little more of a slow burn. Yeah, and that was 1980, so... Yeah, kind of one after another kind of thing. Uh, I mean, you can kind of see it in Halloween. Uh, You know, Halloween was kind of like the big first one to really pull everything together and kind of make the subgenre. But He Knows You're Alone, it's... From what I remember, it's it's a slasher about... Uh, a serial killer that's killing like newly like or like women brides in the, on their wedding day or something like that. He's killing brides on their wedding day. Um, and Tom Hanks, he kind of just shows up as like this guy that 
like the main cast meets and they kind of befriend for a little bit. And then he just kind of disappears in the movie. So he never really like, he doesn't die. He doesn't even come like, basically his character has no idea what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) What what happening? (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) Leave me alone. So, I mean, you kind of just went for Jackie Chan and I went for um, Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) (laughs) Mark Wahlberg never seems to know what's going on. Jackie Chan always tries to avoid confrontation. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not a great movie. It's it was watchable. I don't know if I'd ever watch it again. It it was kind of funny seeing Tom Hanks and, you know, seeing Tom Hanks so young. Mm hmm. I mean, if you're a fan of that genre, you know, check it out. Uh, shortly after that, he had a, a sitcom that ran for a couple of years. It was called Bosom Buddies, and he, he starred with uh, Peter Scolari. Uh, basically, the sh- I'll just give a quick wrap-up of this, because I watched this quite a few times. Um, you know, this is like in the, also in the early 80s, and I believe it was maybe like the year after He Knows You're Alone came out. That uh, So it was like him and his friend are like looking for a place to live. The only thing they can find within their budget is like this apartment that only rents to women. So like everybody in the building, they're all women. So him and his friend basically like cross dress and, and like tell everybody their names are Buffy and Hildy. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, kind of like with three's company, anytime uh, Mr. Roper or Mr. Furley came along Jack always acted like he was the gay roommate. Uh, so anytime like their landlord was around or any of the tenants in the in the building came around, you know they were they were cross dressing, <laughs> or you know coming out of the shower with a towel wrapped around them so you couldn't see anything, kind of kind of stuff. You know it was it was pretty funny. It, it lasted a couple of years, um, kind of just like like a side note in eighty sitcoms. Nothing like too popular. But that was like his first kind of break, I guess. Uh, you know, he also had a recurring role on the show Family Ties as um, Uncle Ned Donnelly. Um, he was in a couple episodes, two episodes of that. Um, you know, one where he be, he was like an abusive drunk and he needed help. Uh, you know, he did a good job in that show. Uh, his first movie break really was the movie Big in 1988. So, you know, from the time of He Knows You're Alone to Big, there was a kind of a big gap there where he had you know, some smaller movies like Bachelor Party and things like that. Um, but Big was really the first movie that was a hit, and you know, he was nominated for an Oscar for that movie. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. Have you ever seen Big? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's a classic. I feel like most people have seen that one. Um, We all know Michael Scott was a huge fan of it. (laughs) (laughs) He loved to put up the picture of Tom Hanks and and, um, Robert Loggia. That's R as in Robert Loggia. O as in, oh, my God, that's Robert Loggia. I wonder if anybody gets all our references. There might be one, one person. Yeah, there's probably at least 
maybe one person <laughs> other than you and I. Yeah. <laughs> that was a family guy quote, by the way, if you guys didn't know what the heck we're talking about. Yeah, shortly after Big, his next movie was The Burbs, which is, you know, it's kind of like a, a comedy horror movie, I guess, or like comedy kind of suspense. Uh, it's an interesting movie. It's It's got a really big, like, cult following, especially, like, lately. I've seen a lot of people talking about it. Uh, you know, it was on and off Netflix a few times. Um, kind of an interesting movie. Um Kind of like the, you know, him dealing with like crazy neighbors and um, thinking this one family is like a bunch of killers and everything. So him and a couple of the neighbors try to figure out what's going on. One of his neighbors is uh, Corey Feldman. But yeah, that's that's a fun movie as well. And I, you know, and I don't know if you've ever seen that one. Uh, I may have. I'm not sure. I know that I've seen. Um... Crap, what's the other one? Uh, Money Pit. Yeah, and that was right I, around the same time. Yeah, that's a th- I know that they're not really similar or anything, but it's around the same time, and so I'm not sure if I'm confusing the two or just only saw Money Pit. So, Yeah, The Burbs the is a good one. You should check it out. If, it might jog your memory a little bit if you've ever seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, from there, he's got a few. This is really when his career started taking off. Uh, was when he was in A League of Their Own. Mm-hmm. You know, a movie about a um, female baseball team. Uh, he was the coach. And, you know, he just had, like, great chemistry with all the women in the movie. You know, we're talking Gina Davis, Madonna, uh, Rosie O'Donnell, just to name a couple of them. Um, and it just, I don't know, that's when he really started to see, like, Tom Hanks' ability, not only as a comedic actor, but also as like a, a dramatic actor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is when he really started coming into his own. And then from there, he went on to, I was surprised how early this movie was in his career, because I remember when this came out, which is Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah, I noticed that too. I was just like, really? That was early 90s? So, yeah. Yeah, I he would, was nominated I would... for a Golden Globe for that performance. I would have pinned that to happen after um, a couple of his up uh, uh, after Philadelphia and after Forrest Gump. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I thought this was like a, um, you know, like a later '90s movie. You know, right around the time maybe like you got mail or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, because this is one of his uh, romantic comedies that he was in. Um, and you mentioned Philadelphia that that came shortly after Sleep in, Sleepless in Seattle. And that was like his first like huge hit movie. Um, and he actually won an Oscar for uh, Best Actor in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, to follow that up with Forrest Gump, which won the Oscar for Best Picture and Best Actor. I mean, that kind of shot Tom Hanks into like superstardom. Yeah, real fast. Yeah, it's just... Man, like how how is that for like progression yeah. <laughs> in your career to basically like have two movies back to back where you win Best Actor? Um, and I'll do kind of like a quick rundown here for like the last bunch I've got. Um, from then on, he did Apollo thirteen, and then he did uh, Toy Story, like I mentioned earlier, which is the first uh, feature length 
computer animated movie. It was made by the very first movie by Pixar. Kind of jump started that whole thing in that franchise. Uh, after that, he had his one of his first movies that he directed. It might be his only movie that he directed, which was that thing you do. Mm. Have you ever seen that one? That's kind of like a kind of like a forgotten Tom Hanks movie. I feel like. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he like he wrote it, he directed it, and he acted in it. And I feel like that that movie it's it's pretty good. It's really entertaining, and I feel like it deserves a little more credit than what it gets. Yeah, um, and I mean it goes from there, and he was in Saving Private Ryan, another like really great movie, um, another great job of dramatic acting in that one for him. Um, and then he did the the aforementioned You've Got Mail, the sequel to Toy Story, Toy Story Two, The Green Mile. Which is you know another great movie based on a Stephen King book, um, Castaway, The Terminal, Polar Express, which he, man, he voices so many characters in Polar Express. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that because I saw it when I was younger, and then you know we watch it pretty much every year because my wife really enjoys that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I never realized how many voices Tom Hanks does in that movie. He does like five or six different characters, I think. I believe it. He does like the train conductor. He does like the boy's dad. He does Santa Claus. Um, he does like the drifter guy that's on the train. Would it be crazier if I told you I've never seen that movie? Oh, geez. Yeah, you should watch it. It's pretty good. Yeah, I should probably get around to it this year. Yeah, your kids would probably really enjoy it. Um, And then he had... The Da Vinci Code series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really, I've only ever saw one of those. I saw the first one. It was pretty decent. Uh, he did Toy Story 3, which is really good. Captain Phillips, which I watched not too long ago. That was a great movie. Uh, Saving Mr. Banks. Sully. Toy Story 4, which just came out not too long ago. And the movie that's coming out here really soon, A Beautiful Day in a Neighborhood. The Mr. Rogers movie. Yes. Which also looks really great. Yeah. Um, they really couldn't have picked a better guy to play Mr. Rogers. Mm-hmm. I mean, just a guy that, you know, Mr. Rogers was a, you know, a kind, great giving person. And I mean, Tom Hanks is kind of the same way where we were talking about this too. Like he's never really been a bad guy in a movie or a TV show. Yeah. And really the only time I can think of him being maybe not the best person was when I mentioned that he was in family ties and he played like the alcoholic uncle mm-hmm. and you know, in a, like an alcoholic like rage, he ended up hitting Michael J. Fox's character. And that's really the only time that to me, like Tom Hanks showed that, you know, he's not always a good guy, I guess. Yeah. It's it's kind of interesting to watch. I, I think that's on a few streaming things, too. If you get a chance, maybe check that out. That kind of give you some an insight on that. Um, and I mean, with all those great movies, he has like a slew of awards. And uh, I'll send it over to you. I know you said you found a, yeah, a website um, here that shows like all of his nominations and awards. Well, there's, there's a, a ton. 
a ton, a ton. Um, but some of the main ones, um, Academy Awards, those are your Oscars. Um, he's been nominated five times for Best Actor. Um, and it started off with Big in 89, Philadelphia in 94, uh, followed in 95 by Forrest Gump. Uh, same in Private Ryan was 99, and Castaway was 2001. So he was nominated five times, and he won twice. And it was the that back-to-back that you were talking about, Philadelphia, followed by Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are some of the more prestigious ones. Uh, he was nominated for four British Academy uh, Film and uh, TV Awards, uh, but he didn't win any, win any of those. He's had 12 nominations for Emmy Awards. Um, and he has won eight for those. Mm-hmm. And... That's for stuff uh, from the Earth to the Moon, Band of Brothers, which is a great war series, if you're not familiar with that. This is like stuff that he's worked on, uh, not necessarily acting. Um, John Adams, I'm not familiar with that one. But then The Pacific is essentially uh, another version of the Band of Brothers. Uh, Game Change, which I'm not familiar with. And then Olive Kitteridge. So these are like little series and things like that. Um, Golden Globe Awards, nine nominations with four wins. Screen Actors Guild Awards, uh, seven nominations and two wins. And for the Tonys, he had uh, one nomination um, and did not win, though. So I'm trying to look here and see some of the more well Golden Globe uh, best actor in a motion picture, big, um, best actor in a motion picture, um, oh, drama category is then Philadelphia, Forrest Gump, and Castaway. And, uh, I think he, there was one too that he was, uh, won a Lifetime Achievement Award from somewhere. I miss that now. But, um, I mean, he's been recognized for so many things. Obviously, there's a Lifetime Achievement Award because his career, like, never ends. Uh, his his biggest streak was in the 90s, but it's basically, like, never stopped. I don't know if you would look at any of these things and you would say, oh, these are, quote-unquote, bad or not good movies. No, just some are not as popular as others, so. Yeah, and I mean, like any other actor that, you know, starts getting a little bit older. He he's a, l- a lot more selective with his roles lately. I feel like mm-hmm. he's not pumping out as many movies as he did in the '90s. So yeah, you know, it's kind of like to be expected. Oh yeah, I think his list is still pretty long, but the um it, the size of his role in a lot of these coming out now is quite minimal compared to what it used to be. I mean, he's still yeah. got the big ones, uh, like you were saying, like Toy Story 4, uh, a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, and I'm trying to think, uh, Saving Mr. Banks and Captain Phillips. You know, those are recent ones where he's, you know, been the main character and things like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, but there's a lot on this list where he's just kind of like appearing in or uh, things of that nature. So, but something... Uh, Something interesting that I'll mention real quick, um, because I know we're going to start talking about the movies and our favorites and things like that. Um, uh, 
I don't know what the number is, but a large number of people in Hollywood are kind of from families of Hollywood. Like, you know, their parents were actors or directors or something somewhere, and they started that way, and that's how they got in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tom Hanks, you know, started on his own. Like, his family was not in the film industry. Um, he actually had, uh, I, I think they were saying, I read a little bit up on it, and so this is an extensive, but that he didn't really do anything in college um, really much with acting. And he got started on the small circuit and then got an opportunity and uh, saw somewhere in the notes that his career te- technically got kicked off in Cleveland of all places. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's he's kind of like a self-made um and things like that, which is really cool. And a quick note to make about his family, though, is you might um, have seen his son around, Colin Hanks, who does um, some acting. Uh, you, are you familiar with who Colin Hanks is? Yeah. Yeah, I okay. know who he is. Yeah, he did... Um, Orange County. Yeah, Orange County... Uh, he's done some different pieces in a lot of different things. Uh, like there's a King Kong a band of brothers. He shows up in and um, a few other things like that, but he does a, does a pretty good job. So, but yeah, um, I actually discovered what was it, earlier this year that Tom Hanks's brother was also an actor. Oh, really? Yeah. Jim Hanks is his name. Hmm. Uh, he's Tom Hanks's older brother. Okay. Um, yeah, because there was this website that I, I was looking on. It was the one, maybe you guys have seen it. You know, if you follow me on Twitter, I was earlier this year, I was posting a lot of old VHS covers and making comments on the, the artwork on it. Uh, one of my posts actually had Jim Hanks on the front of it. Huh. Yeah, I, I see him now actually under relatives. He's got two brothers. Jim Hanks was in the film industry and Larry Hanks is, uh, was, was, or is a uh, professor um, at university of Illinois. So, mm-hmm. and you know, you also have to mention too, that since 1988, Tom Hanks has been married to Rita Wilson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm speaking Another of family. And actress. Things like that. He's, he's got a couple other kids too. Um, I think, if I see this correct, I didn't um, didn't spend a lot of time in this, but something that's coming up here is because Colin Hanks is the well-known one. Then there's Chet Hanks and Truman Hanks, so it looks like he's got three kids. So, but side note, side information, um, and things like that. So, because I know uh, we've gone a little while here already, and we haven't even started talking about favorite movies and best performances and things like that so yeah so let's move right on into that you, you want to kick it off Give uh your first favorite movie is man i i it's it's tough to say i put i'll start off with this i put the question out there just real quick on uh on one of my twitter accounts yes i have multiple twitter accounts um i put it out there and i asked you know what's your favorite tom hanks movie and uh, most of it, the reaction is just like, oh my gosh, you know, there are so many choices. Mm. Um, 
But a couple of people, some people are saying uh, Apollo 13, Captain Phillips, Money Pit. Um, somebody said the Burbs is a close second, uh, Saving Private Ryan. So it just, uh, just to name some of the things that people were talking about. The I asked you the question before uh, we started recording. You know, what's his most iconic thing? What would he be the most recognized for? Uh, which I think would be difficult to say. But I think one that is always going to be ingrained with me, and it's probably because it's I can imagine the first movie I saw with him is Big. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and so I. I don't even know necessarily to say that I'm saying this as my favorite, but just kind of like I, you think Tom Hanks and I think nine times out of 10, the first thing I think of is the movie big. Really? Yeah. It, like it just is ingrained. Um, you know, I grew up, I don't know the reasonings or whatever. We didn't have cable. And so we always wa- watched and rented movies and, you know, for a while, uh, for whatever age I was in that time period, I watched cartoons and stuff like that, animated movies or whatever. And Big was kind of one of the early movies of, you know, not kid animated whatever that I remember. So that just, like I said, it's kind of like ingrained and, you know, the idea of being a kid with having that money and being able to do whatever you want and, you know, so that that's I, I got to share that one as my first one just because it's kind of like ingrained with me. So I don't know what uh, kind of how you want to start, because there's just so many options. You want to go with like his best performance or the one that sticks with you the most or what you say is your favorite movie or I don't even know where you go because there are just so many choices. Yeah. And, you know, Big was one of my favorites, too. Um, you know, I'm sure almost everybody's seen that movie, but if you haven't. Uh, you know, starts off as a kid. Um, he was. They go to like a carnival, and like from a, you know, like a like a genie, like a machine. Yeah, you know, puts a quarter machine. in, and he, yeah. you know, he wishes that he was bigger. He's like, I wishes, I wish I was big. And then, um, you know, like a ticket comes out saying like your 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 wish has been granted. So he's like, kind of like, oh yeah, whatever. Rolls his eyes, goes home, and when he wakes up in the morning, he's a full grown man. <laughs> he's Tom Hanks, so you know, it goes through like the, you know, the trials and the tribulations with trying to figure his life out now. Uh, what happens, and you know, get some help from his best friend. Um, you know, like you said, gets a job, and he's got tons of money now. And now it's just like, you know, what would you do as a kid with all this money? Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of interesting, interesting premise, and you know, really a role that was almost kind of made for Tom Hanks. Yeah, it was, it was a good time for him and like he did, he, he fit it so well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, to answer your question, you know, like we were talking earlier about, uh, the one movie that you feel like epitomizes Tom Hanks. Like when you say Tom Hanks was the first thing you popped in, what pops in your head. And for me, it's Forrest Gump. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's one of his most iconic movies. Um, you know, one of the movies that he was in that won Best Picture. Uh, it was a huge movie back in 1995. And, you know, he does such a great job. Obviously, I mean, he won the Academy Award for Best Actor in it. 
Um, you know, it's it's a drama with comedic elements, oh, and yeah. I, I always say like it's one of the funniest movies ever that isn't a comedy. Because <laughs> you know, a lot of serious and sad things happen in that movie, but just the way that he plays the character, you know, a dim-witted character, that it's just like his going through his life, the things he does, and, you know, just his innocent outlook on things makes, I guess, like, puts a funny spin on some serious and and dark things, I guess, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Where basically, you know, he goes off to Vietnam and he has really no idea what he's doing there. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't doesn't know what's going on, doesn't know what they're doing. Um it, it just kind of things like that and you know how like he's basically he just keeps crossing paths with the love of his life, who was like his best friend as a kid, Jenny. Um you know, he finally gets a chance to to marry her and like they spend her life together her life's cut short uh you know i won't give too much away i feel like everybody's seen this movie but if you haven't you know i won't give too much away but i know that was probably on your list as well um what's the next one you've got well i uh i was looking at some lists that were online Mm -hmm. um People were like, there was this one, I can't remember exactly where it was, but it's like the top 15 movies for Tom Hanks, um, well-known and not well, or, you know, kind of off the beaten path. And I was um, not happy with the fact that they left one off that I thought absolutely needed to be on there. And that was The Green Mile. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so that wasn't on there and I was just like, dude, such a, you know, great, uh, great acting in that. And then just a unusual story. Um, so, uh, man, I can't remember the first time I watched that movie, uh, when it was, but yeah, just, uh, an unusual story, captivating so uh, so much great acting in that movie, not just by Tom Hanks. Um, but yeah, that's that's one that I always uh, appreciate of his. I mean, like I, I say this, and I feel I feel wrong saying it because then I almost feel like I'm diminishing some of his other stuff by saying <laughs> like, "Oh, this is so great." Then it's just like, but it's not saying that this other stuff. It, I don't know. There's just so many to choose from. But yeah, Green Mile is one that. I go back to uh, frequently, you know, if it's on TV, I'll, I'll definitely watch it. And I've seen it multiple times and uh, that, that was a good one. So I, and I'm, you've seen that one, right? Oh yeah. I've seen it a few times. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, great acting and not even just from him, like Michael Clark Duncan's great in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of funny too, because it's one of the, the few roles that Kurtwood Smith had outside of that 70s show. Uh, he was red on that 70s show. Yeah. He's got kind of a small role in that movie, but it's just kind of kind of funny to me to see him mm-hmm. in that. Uh, the last one I've got is uh, the movie Castaway. You know, I really enjoyed that movie. I remember seeing that one in theater when I was younger. Um, I'm really big into the the whole, like, wilderness survival stuff. 
Okay. Um, you know, just like I had always liked the show Man vs. Wild. Um, Survivor Man was always interesting to me. Uh, and even like books like the Hatchet series. Oh, yeah. About the boy who goes down on a plane in the Canadian wilderness and he survives by himself until he's rescued. Uh, I always find that stuff just fascinating. And, you know, this movie, you know, I'm sure most people have seen it, but, you know, Tom Hanks is, he works for uh, FedEx and he's on a big plane and it goes down in the ocean. He washes up on this island with like a bunch of different packages and stuff. And basically he acts 90% of the movie by himself. Yeah. Like no one else to um, have dialogue with other than a volleyball with a blood stain on it that he calls Wilson. <laughs> like he draws a smiley face on it and Wilson becomes like his best friend. And that's who he has most of his dialogue with. And I mean, just the fact that Tom Hanks can basically act most of the movie by himself and keep people entertained and have it believe be believable is just, it's amazing to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's that's a good point. That kind of goes back to the uh, dinner party episode where I said that they did such a good job with so little. Yeah, <laughs> and it's funny that you mentioned The Office because, uh, you know, with the wilderness survival and stuff too, that episode where Michael <laughs> has Dwight take him out in the woods. Yeah, I just watched that. Leave him behind, like Survivor Man. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I always wondered, like, how long I would last out in the wilderness by myself. Uh, you know, sometimes maybe I think I have a chance. Other times I'm like, you know, I'm kind of an idiot. I'll probably die after like a day or two. <laughs> that's what you're going to have. That's what the loser has to do who loses the uh, sports uh, predictions. <laughs> how long that's can you survive? How, how long can you survive in the Michigan wilderness in January? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's About so... 20 minutes. <laughs> Jeez. Oh gosh. Um yeah, do you have any more? Uh yeah. I, I would probably have to go with saving private Ryan for to round it out. Um just great movie. I, I really enjoy war movies. Um, and same private Ryan is, uh, really well done. I mean, it, it was, I mean, I guess it wasn't really that early. I feel like in that time frame, it was one of, it kind of was one of those movies that kicked off, uh, the war movie genre. I mean, I know there have been war movies all the time, but yeah, it kind of brought it back. Yeah. They weren't always as popular and I feel like saving private Ryan kind of kicked that off. Um, so great movie, great performance and everything. Um, so that's definitely at the top of my list. A couple things I want to mention real quick about some other Tom Hanks movies on, on this list and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, cloud Atlas. Did you ever see that one? No, I haven't. That one. I remember when I saw a preview for it, cause I haven't seen it yet either, but that was at the top of a couple lists that I was looking at. So I kind of feel like I need to see that, to know and understand what, what all the uh, talk is about. So that I think is kind of like a sci-fi story or something. But then the other question I have 
Have you seen Saving Mr. Banks? No, I haven't. Okay. Uh, it's about the origin of the story of Mary Poppins, you know, because he plays Walt Disney and when Disney acquired Mary Poppins because it was a, I think it was a written story beforehand or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to like give anything away, but for you and anyone who's listening to this, be warned, it is a very emotional movie. And my wife and I did not know that when we decided to go watch it on date night. <laughs> so, yeah, just it's good to know that going in because we were caught very off guard. I mean, it's a good movie, but we thought it was I mean, it's it's the story of Mary freaking Poppins. You know, we, <laughs> we thought it was going to be like uplifting and, you know, something interesting. But and, and it was interesting, but it was not uplifting it was it was an uh, emotional roller coaster so yeah just be forewarned (laughs) um kind of along the same lines of that have you ever seen this isn't a tom hanks movie but have you ever seen um the movie the founder with michael keaton about the you know the creation and the franchising of mcdonald's Oh, uh, no, I have not. I know what you're talking about, though. No, I have not. Yeah, that's another... It's a, it's a really good movie, but it's kind of a downer at times. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, basically he took advantage of the McDonald brothers and exploited them. Um, yeah, and that's another movie that's... I didn't really know what to expect with it, but I watched it and I'm like, you know, I thought this was going to be like a happy movie, like a, <laughs> you know, a story with a happy ending and... Um, they got yeah, happy kind of for crying out loud. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, Excuse me, my happy deal. Let me go home. <laughs> you know, great act to get it. Michael Keaton, he's always great. Um, Nick Offerman, the guy who played Ron Swanson's in it, nice. is one of the McDonald brothers. Uh, he's great. Uh, John Carroll Lynch, um, he plays the other McDonald brother. He's great. Uh, even if you don't recognize the name, he played. Drew Carey's brother, the cross-dressing brother on the Drew Carey show. Okay. Yeah. And actually, uh, BJ Novak, a.k.a. Ryan the Temp from The Office, isn't it? Oh, I didn't realize that. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so was there any other movies you wanted to mention? Or was that the last one? Uh, I think that's kind of, I mean... You could go walk through the entire list, but I really kind of think that that's the last one um, that I felt needed to be mentioned. So I know we've still got plenty to cover, so might move along. Yeah, and I mean, aside from Tom Hanks being a you know a great actor uh, in movies and TV, you know, uh, the other thing I know we we admire admire him for like many other reasons. Um, so I guess like we'll kind of get in, into that. Uh, like, there's so many things with Tom Hanks that just, you know, makes him one of those people, you know, like one of those actors and stuff that that I would really like to meet, just because, you know, you'd never heard hear of Tom Hanks, like, being full of himself or, you know, like a jerk to fans or anything. Um, anytime you see anything about him, he's always just just seems like a super down to earth, uh, fun loving guy. 
uh, caring person and just, you know, like an all around great person. Um, and <laughs> I guess you could talk about just like a few of the things that we like admire with him, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you and I both saw it and, uh, you know, we had a good time laughing about that. Is, uh, so there was like these guys that were at a bar or something and uh it was like for their friend's birthday i believe i think that was what the backstory was well the one friend like he gets trashed and he's like passed out and somehow tom hanks was at this bar or this restaurant or something these guys were at and uh you know tom hanks noticed that the guy is like completely out of it so you know the guy's sitting at the table head down on a table passed out like sleeping and uh tom hanks actually like posed uh, for pictures with this guy, <laughs> he was sitting next to a big smile on his face, his arm around the guy. Well, the guy's passed out, has no idea what's going on, and that to me that's just hilarious because you know, like the next day, he saw those pictures that his friends took, and he's like, "Oh my god, like you guys got to meet Tom Hanks," and I was completely passed out. <laughs> yeah, and to me that's just hilarious. Uh, another thing that always cracks me up about him is that he's got kind of like a funny like quirky relationship with Conan O'Brien okay and I don't know if you've ever seen him on Conan's show I saw something one time like the two just kind of have like a really funny back and forth and um, you know they got like these inside jokes and everything and you know before the whole thing where Conan took over the Tonight Show and then Jay Leno took it back and they had the whole Team Coco thing. Mm-hmm. Well, the nickname of Coco came from Tom Hanks. Oh, I think I did hear that. Yeah, Tom Hanks always called Conan O'Brien Coco. And, you know, he's had, Conan's had Tom Hanks on like his, all the different shows he's had like numerous times. Um, there's one in particular where they're, doing like this little skit thing where they're mentioning uh, or Conan was talking about stupid sayings that sound like uh, they could be made up slang or sexual positions. <laughs> There's like, cause he mentioned stupid things like the Tokyo sandblaster was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, Taking Graham out of Applebee's was another one. Oh my god! <laughs> and then, so he he brings out Tom Hanks like after he does the skit and he's talking to him and he's like, "So you were recently in a movie where you had a a love scene with like some actress? Let's just say it was like Julia Roberts, who's the first person that pops in my head." And he's like, "You know, she's a she's a beautiful woman. She's been around a long time. Uh, so was that awkward for you or like?" So what was your experience with that, Tom? And Tom just looks at Conan like, seriously, he's like, well, Conan, let's just say I took Graham out of Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and Conan and uh, you know, Andy Richter both lose it. Tom Hanks keeps like a straight face the entire time. But, you know, if you guys ever get a chance, uh, try to find interviews with uh, Tom Hanks and Conan O'Brien. They're just, they're funny together. Um, was there any that you wanted to mention before I, you know, mention my uh, really uh, my last one? 
Well, does anybody like? Is there anyone out there who does not like Tom Hanks? Like that? It's it's really an honest question. Like, is there somebody who does not like him? Like, I, I I've never heard anyone. Say, now I've heard some people say maybe they don't like a movie. Maybe they didn't like his performance, uh, but honestly, I don't think I've ever heard that. But it, him in general, this is there somebody out there that doesn't like him? Because I almost think that it's impossible. And if somebody does say that they don't like Tom Hanks, then you find me and I will fight you. Um, <laughs> because Tom Tom Hanks is just one of those guys that just, I mean, as you were saying before, it's just like he he's always like, fine everything you hear about him is usually good stuff uh he's pretty low-key down to earth does fun stuff um and yeah definitely one of those people where it's just like if you had the option of hey who who famous would you like to be able to hang out or meet or something that he would totally be near or at the top of the list um and I think we had a conversation one time, and I can't remember if it was actually on the podcast, where it's just like, if you could have somebody's career in the movie industry, or maybe we were talking sports or just something in general, who would it be? Tom Hanks would totally be, you know, in the top three for me. Because mm -hmm. he's just had such great success, and, you know, um, overall, like, his career, for the most part, what I know about his life has been really good, and just, like, such a likable guy. Um, so yeah, just, uh, just all around great stuff with that. I think I had something else, but I'll let you do, uh, the other thing that you got. And if I remember, I'll remember if not, we'll move along. Yeah. And I mean, kind of build off the, that and even going back to his relationship with Conan O'Brien, um, Conan O'Brien has an interesting podcast where he interviews just like these famous people with, them as prospects of, you know, if they could be friends, I guess. Like, it's called Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. And he <laughs> interviews, like, these famous people and stuff that he knows and tries to figure out, like, who he could be friends with. <laughs> nice. And there was one episode, I can't remember who he was talking to, but they were talking about how some people in Hollywood can be, like, conniving and... um you know, step on you to, to get above you kind of thing. And they said probably one of the most uh, successful people in show business who is just a straight-up nice person and has always been, like, super helpful for, like, anybody that needs it is Tom Hanks. Yeah. Yeah, because I think it was when he had Julia Louis-Dreyfus on there. She was Elaine on Seinfeld. Mm -hmm. They were talking about that because she was saying like someone that was like one of her mentors in her career was like that. And Conan's like, it's, it's, it's much in the way with Tom Hanks that, you know, for all the success he's had, he's still the same person. Yeah. And he's never had to like put anybody else down or take advantage of anybody to get where he is in his career. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then he said, like, much in a way that Julia Louis-Dreyfus is as well with her success. Um, yeah, and it's just things like that, how you mentioned how he just seems like a super nice guy and just like somebody you'd like to meet. Um, the last thing I've got, I don't know, because I know you have Instagram, and we you know we have an Instagram for the show. Um, 
But do you follow Tom Hanks on Instagram? I don't believe I do. Uh, you definitely should, because it's just like an insight on his kind of personality. Uh, most of the stuff he posts on there, he's got like this series going. And I didn't even know this existed until Conan O'Brien mentioned it on his show, where he just takes like random pictures, like when he goes on walks and stuff, of like a lone glove sitting somewhere that somebody like lost a glove. Okay. And it's like he's fascinated with the fact that there's only ever one, that there's never two. <laughs> nice. Like if you go through like all of his posts, he's like, he, um, there's one of them I'm looking at right now. It's just like a work glove setting like by a subway. And it says a hurried worker left a glove. Slow down. Or <laughs> he's like trying to like make a story with it and everything. Nice. Um, that he's found like shoes and socks. And I don't know. To me, it's just funny because, you know, if you, if you know Tom Hanks in any way, um, it just, you know, really fits with his, fits with his personality and he's got like hundreds of these pictures <laughs> like all the stuff that he could be posting and it's just most of it is just lone gloves laying on a sidewalk and i'm sure it's probably got like a million likes oh probably i mean he's probably got like he's got almost six million followers jeez yeah see i told you everybody likes him Every, yeah. <laughs> I, like there's probably only like seven million people. I know I'm just being sarcastic, but seven million people on Instagram and six million of them like Tom Hanks. And he follows one person. It's his wife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see now, I think a Tom Hanks thing to uh, to do would be for him to have someone make a fake Instagram account with the weirdest like name. And like just like just something completely random like the stuffed pinata and just like have a picture of a pinata no post no nothing and it's the only thing that tom hanks follows i could yeah. totally see well, him doing something goofy like that it's funny that you say that because i mentioned a few times about his kind of funny friendship relationship with conan o'brien that's exactly what conan has on twitter oh really so, <laughs> conan has 28.6 million followers and he follows one person and when he started off he said um when he got on twitter he's like i'm not sure really how this whole twitter thing works and what i'm gonna do is like, instead of like following all these people i know and all these people that i respect i'm gonna pick one random person and follow them <laughs> so his the only person he follows is a woman named sarah Ken- killen uh, she is at lovely button. Um, she's only following 94 people, but has 414,000 followers. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So Conan only follows one person. That's just like this random woman. And like, that's... he had a tweet about it when he did it. He's like, I follow this woman today. She's going to be the only person I ever follow. And like, she seems like a nice person. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, so, get ready to be famous or something like that. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, I could totally see Tom Hanks doing the same thing. Um, I thought of my other thing about like uh, what to like about Tom Hanks. Um, so something that people, because we talked about this um, earlier this week, some people probably recognize that Tom Hanks 
is a very versatile actor, but he also is just always really the good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he actually deliberately does that. Um, he is not expecting to ever change that. Uh, he had an interview. I swore it was from like 2014. I've, I tried looking up to find it cause I looked at it earlier in this week. Um, but maybe he restated some stuff recently too, but, um, he's, he just feels like being a villain. Um, man, I really wish I had it because the, the other conversation they had looked into it more, but, uh, he talks about how he's not, um, he's not mysterious. He's not like trying to lie to anybody. He's trying to perform and, uh, he's not really an angry person. And so for him to try to be a villain, he feels like it's not really honest, truthful. And he Mm -hmm. almost feels like part of it, which is kind of weird. And I really wish I had the other one. So if I find it, I'll probably like try to tweet it out or something because he, he talked to, uh, he mentioned, he framed it in a very interesting way where it felt like, he was almost saying like playing a villain is like lying. And it's just like, well, you realize you're talking about acting and acting is what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, yeah, it was just very interesting. So I, I gotta, I gotta find that, but it, it appears that he has no interest in doing anything in a role like that. Um, so as much as people may just kind of be interested to seeing um, him do it, uh, it probably won't happen. So, uh, well, here's part of it. And I don't, like I said, I, I don't know if I would, I, I don't want to like say anything before was me quoting it, but, uh, he did say that, you know, part, part of this quote that I have here is that, uh, uh, you're not going to get a huge amount of anger out of me, uh, is a quote that he said. And then also he says that, I don't think I can fake, you know, being like that. So, but I'll look for the other stuff. Um, But yeah, that's kind of something not, not saying that I like him because he doesn't play with the bad guy, but that's part of the thing that goes into people liking him because like basically all his characters are people that you can like really for the Mm -hmm. most part. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, Is there anything else you want to mention? Uh, until we get to our final two segments here. Um, I don't think so. Rock. Okay. So our next segment is suggestions. Thank you. Every every time now, every time that's what I hear. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh! Yeah, it stuck out to me too. So, uh, well, in the theme of Tom Hanks, I'm going to recommend a few of his movies, and uh, I'm going to focus on ones that we did not talk about. Um, so uh, the two that I'm going to talk about are from the uh, are actually just a year apart for him. Um, and one is Turner and Hooch, um, which is a story about a cop and his dog. 
It's on Disney Plus. <laughs> All right, good to know. So there you go. If you've got Disney Plus, you can find that one. I, I remember that one. Um, I feel like that was an early Tom Hanks movie I saw too. Um, it was definitely after Big, but. Um, and then the other one to mention came out a year later, and that is Joe versus the Volcano. Um, I mean, it's Tom Hanks. So if you like Tom Hanks, I'm recommending these on the fact of you liking Tom Hanks. Turner and Hooch is a pretty good one, entertaining. So is Joe versus Volcano. Joe versus the Volcano is more kind of quirky, corny comedy. It's him and uh, Meg Ryan. So, and it's, uh, I don't know, it's like your, some of your classic 90s cheesy comedies. So, but those are two Tom Hanks, Hanks movies. Maybe uh, not everybody is familiar with that. I would recommend. And, you know, if you're looking for something different to watch, yeah. uh, you could check those out. Yeah, good stuff. So with that, we'll go into our last segment, which is our one-liner slash quote. And um, last time I checked, you won last week. So yeah. it is now three to two. I'm still in the lead. Um, so let's see if you can change that. What do you got for us today? All right, well, I'm going to go with one of, speaking since we're having this segment here about one of the greatest actors of our time, um, I'm going to go to another amazing actor of our time, and that is Nicolas Cage <laughs> um, <laughs> and his amazing acting abilities. And, one of the best uh, and one of the worst actors of all time. <laughs> and we're not, I'm going to go to one of his most amazing performances and the fine action movie that is con air <laughs> where then if we want to put amazing on top of amazing you cannot you can also mention his hair in the movie if you want to go a level of amazing above that we can talk about his accent in the movie but we will go ahead and leave that for another time uh so the one liner i'm going to use because <laughs> it's kind of interesting because it's not your typical one-liner um, is from this movie. And so he says, put the bunny back in the box. <laughs> oh, man. I really, I, I oh, man. That, if, if you aren't familiar with it, that even with the accent, just everything, the kinds, I almost forgot about that scene in the movie and that line. But I was looking at some stuff and I was just like, oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I actually like watched that movie probably for like only the second time in my life um a couple months ago. Oh nice. Yeah, what what channel what it was on one of the streaming services. I feel like it was on Hulu or something like that. Cuz I don't think it was Netflix. I think it was probably Hulu. Um yeah, but just <laughs> that movie is so ridiculous in many ways, but it's really entertaining. <laughs> oh yeah, and and some great uh, there is are some great actors in there. So yeah, for sure. Um, mine is more more than just like a one liner. It's kind of like a short exchange, uh, and it comes from one of my favorite movies, which is Step Brothers. And uh, it's a it's a scene with uh, Will Ferrell as Brennan and Mary Steenburgen as his mother. 
and they are on a way to move in with Mary Seen Virgin's new husband. <laughs> and uh, it, it starts off with this. Will Farrell says, I'm not going to call him dad. Brennan, you are 39. I wouldn't expect you to call him dad. Well, I'm not going to, ever, even if there's a fire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, know why that, that, that quote always cracks me up. <laughs> that that one's probably going to win, because people are going to be more familiar with that one. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Dude, I uh, I quickly jumped into uh, the IMDb for Conair, and man, you know there there's more recognizable actors in that movie than I realized. Yeah, there's a there's quite a bit. Like, you know, I watched it, man, probably a few years after it came out when I was younger, and you know, at that time, some of those guys weren't huge names, and you know, you watching it revisiting it years later you kind of look back and you're like oh man there's a lot of famous people in that movie dave chappelle <laughs> oh yeah dave chappelle um well nicholas cage obviously john malkovich ving mm-hmm. rames wait why isn't nicholas cage listed here <laughs> danny treo is in it as well yeah you said john malkovich Yep, Steve Buscemi. Yep, Steve Buscemi. Um, John Cusack. Uh, Bing Rames. Yeah, why is uh, that's odd that Nicolas Cage is not like at the top? Is he? Yeah, that is really odd because I mean he's the main character. <laughs> Cast in credits order. Brian Bosworth. <laughs> there he is. Okay. Oh, he was weird. Yeah. Why is he so far down the list? That's so weird. Anyways. Cool. Good stuff. So, well, I am, I'm prepared to fall behind four to two. <laughs> uh, yeah. A little hard to top uh, a classic stepbrothers quote. Yeah. But. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's all we got for our episode about Tom Hanks. Um, I know in the future we'll probably be doing some more of these, like picking different actors that we admire and talking about their career and everything. So, um, yeah, I'm sure Arnold Schwarzenegger will be one one day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this, this is the first time that, so we've done movie reviews, we've done different conversations about um, different entertainment stuff around TV shows and things like that. But this was the first one around an actor in their career. Definitely going to do it moving forward. We've talked about doing um, stuff with um, like lists of our top actors or actresses or different things like that. Um, One topic that I remember having that I thought I held onto the notes for a long time, but it's just like, who are the best slash best, most versatile actors in Hollywood. Yeah. And so uh, a conversation like that would kind of be interesting at some point, but. Yeah. And our next uh, blue bros Two episode, we'll be talking about the classic um, 1980s movie planes, trains and automobiles, (laughs) which might be one of the only Thanksgiving movies. 
So to you know, go go with the the feel of the holiday. That's what we'll be talking about next time. So I'll give you guys a little bit of time to watch that if you haven't seen it. Um, if you have seen it, we'll we'll post something about it. Get your thoughts and everything like that, and we'll we'll discuss that. Uh, until next time, I'm Brandon. He's Caleb, and this time it's personal. When we first moved to New York, we had a great apartment that was dirt cheap, and we found out why it was so cheap. Our friend Amy said there was a great apartment in her building. Dirt cheap, but it's a hotel for women. Okay, we made one adjustment. Now these other ladies know us as Buffy and Hildegard. But they also know us as Kip and Henry, Buffy and Hildy's brothers. I am uh, crazy about the blonde. <laughs> this experience is going to make a great book. See, it's all perfectly normal.